We are next joined on the Call to Action podcast by uh, two Eastern Michigan Eagle football players, members of the football program there, Hassan Beydoun and Jose Ramirez. Guys, we want to welcome to the podcast. And, uh, you know, first, uh, I want to I want to just start off with you, Haas. Um, you know, um, how, how do you feel heading into this season and how excited are you to get ready to, to get going again? And I'm um, going to my last year. Like I've been here forever, especially with the whole COVID situation. I, mean, I feel great. Um, I'm excited. I think I've been more. I, I haven't been more ready for a year than this year coming up. And I know, like I've been starting to receive a little bit more and more attention as the years go on. But I just feel like I haven't done anything yet. I always play with that chip on my shoulder, so I'm just excited to go. Just keep proving more people wrong. And Jose, same question to you. Just uh, how excited are you to get to get ready to go here? I'm excited. You know, it's football season, so it's always that excitement and butterflies. I'm excited to see what it's going to do and what we're going to put forth. Now, tell me a little bit about how you guys got into the position that you're in right now. I know you both have really kind of interesting stories. Haas, you're a walk-on. Jose, you came from JUCO. Um, whoever wants to start, just tell me a little bit about how you got to Eastern. I'll go first. Um, I feel like I've told the story a hundred times, but uh, I kind of, I had no offers coming out of high school. So my freshman year of college, I was just going to school here as a regular student. Um, I only lived about 35 minutes away. And I actually was playing for this club team in Detroit, a rugby team. And that's what I was doing while everyone else was playing football. And winter time came that second semester, season's already finished, which would have been my freshman year. And I saw a tweet and I kind of came across it on my timeline. It said, uh, if you go to school at Eastern Michigan and you want to walk on, there'll be open tryouts. And at that point, I just like, I had nothing to lose. I was like, if I go, if I get cut, I get cut. I'll keep being like playing rugby. And if I don't, I'm on the team. So I just showed up to the tryout, uh, ended up making the team. And then from there, just started on a, started as a special teams player, one number 44, it was a terrible number. Uh, then my second year, one number 16, started getting to the offensive rotation. And then COVID years when I wore number four and then this past season. So those are my two seasons. I kind of go by my jersey numbers, help me keep track. <laughs> but yeah, so this will be my fifth year on the team. And for you, Jose? Uh, for me, I got here from uh, Duco. I don't know, just hard working I don't know, I, I was out there, you know, Duco, trying to get an offer. And this is, Eastern was my first offer, or my first and only offer out of Duco. And, you know, I just pray to God, hope that whatever happened when I got here, I mean, whatever I get out of Juco, that's where I was going. And they're the first people to take a chance on me. So I was like, this is real. Because, you know, once you get in that recruiting process, everybody start hitting you up after one another. So that's how, that's how I got here. That's great. T tell me a little bit about uh... – what you guys, uh, we'll start with you this time, Jose, about uh, what you like about playing for Eastern, being an MC, and, you know, being at the factory. What, tell us some things about the factory. The factory. I don't know. It's just, I mean, first of all, I already love it because the factory, you know, I like to put in that work. So just having the factory as a name, that's going to make you want to be like, dang, like, we about to put in work here. And that's exactly what we do every day. Uh, one of the main things I love here is just the atmosphere. And I know people probably said a lot about their team and everything, but like the family factor, how everybody cool to everybody, like 
how we do activities outside of football that bring us closer. Just little stuff like me being hot and basketball or something, like bring make me cool with him. Little stuff like that. Just and then uh how it all ties back into like how we all coming together, not just for football, but in life. So I think that's the cool factor about the fact that what about you, Haas? What do you like about just the, the program and that toughness that Jose talks about and, uh, you know, bringing, bringing the uh, lunch pail to work mentality? Yeah, um, I will start off by saying I've never seen Jose dribble a basketball. <laughs> oh, that, that's crazy that you said that. Um, but no, the family, the family aspect of it. I mean, I've never been anywhere else, so I can't compare it to anything, but just guys that transfer in, guys that come from JUCO, all that stuff, every single one of them, like, has said that, like, our team is a lot tighter than where they've been at. And you can just feel it. Even though I haven't been anywhere else, you can just feel it. Like, anybody can rely on anybody. And, um, like, I mean, Jose plays on a different side of the ball. I mean, him are as tight as it can get. And um, just like that that factory, like, the great football field, all that stuff, the grit, always playing with the chip on your shoulder. Like, I mean, all the outside noise always has us, like, bottom, bottom quarter of the MAC every year. I mean, and we just prove them wrong every single year. Just it's just something about us. I don't we don't look at the outside noise. We just worry about ourselves and and like we know what we have and all that stuff. And you can look at all the recruiting classes and all those numbers, and it just doesn't mean anything to us. Like we're gonna come out and work. Now, Haas, you mentioned how you keep track of the years by your jersey numbers. Now, do any of the numbers have any significance to you? Um so in high school, well, my favorite number growing up was 24. I love 24 uh, because of Champ Bailey. I'm a big Champ Bailey fan, a Broncos fan. But when I got to high school, my junior year, I actually broke my arm and they had to cut my jersey off. So I didn't have a jersey for my senior year, my 24. So I picked four because he also wore that in college and I just, it's the last number, 24. So I wore four my senior year, came here and I was given 44. So I was just thinking, oh, that's a sign, like 44. Didn't really think too much of it. And then I requested for a new number my sophomore year of 16. Um, they gave me 16. I actually wanted 13, but we're not going to tell anybody that. They gave me 16. And then I just, my going to my junior year, four was available. I was like, oh, so I went to high school and ended up getting it. And I was like, it all kind of makes sense. Like 44, 16 is like square root of 16 is four. And then I got four. So uh, it kind of grew more meaning as the years went on kind of like just seen it as like a lucky number, I guess. But uh, four is definitely valuable to me, like to me now. Like I wear on my neck and all that stuff. That's great. It looks like we uh technical difficulties right now with Jose, but we'll uh, we'll keep things going with you. Um, just So just, um, you know, another thing that I wanted to bring up with you is just um, y- you mentioned at the start, you were just named to the Maxwell Award. You know, be – I know that you haven't even started the season. You haven't even really started practice, you know, this year. But being on that has to make you feel good. Just what extra motivation does that give you to say, hey, you know, I was one of six guys from the MAC that was named to this uh, watch list. And you know, how, how does that help you? How does that just drive you even more? Um, the way I look at it is it's definitely, like, it's definitely a blessing. I can think, like, just thank God for all that stuff. But – just like with the negative attention that you see on social media and you try to ignore it and work, I kind of do the same thing, even with like the positives and the praise. Um, I was always told never get too, never get too high, never get too low. So even with all this stuff, I, I don't want to look at it too much. I mean, it's definitely like celebrate it, 
take your like chance to acknowledge it and what it is. And it's definitely like a blessing. It really is. But at the same time, I don't want to just keep looking at that and get too ahead of myself. I still want to just be that hard nosed guy, put my foot down, just keep working, ignore all the outside noise, whether it's positive or negative, just, just stay true to myself and keep working and do what I do best. Now you just mentioned social media a little bit. You're a big TikTok guy, aren't you? <laughs> I'll say I used to be. Used to be. Yeah. Used to be. What does that mean then? Uh, well, with COVID, everybody got, got TikTok. That's when everybody started downloading it. So I used to get on there a little bit. Actually, I probably got on there a little bit before COVID. But uh, yeah, kind of a couple of viral videos uh, during COVID year. But once football picked back up and the world got back to like normal, uh, I, I've been off it. Like I, I, I go on there here and there, but I'm not as consistent. I don't, I'm not like a, TikToker, like it's just something I used to do for fun. It's a fun app. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, close to four million views. I mean, you're doing something right on there. Is it? <laughs> if if whatever you're whatever you're doing or whatever you did, clearly uh, resonates with people. So that's a, uh, you know, what is your view on social media? How do you use it for? I mean, I know we talk TikTok, but do you use it much to just help promote yourselves? I mean, we're we are in that day and age that. You know, guys are out. I know your your play on the field clearly promotes yourself more than anything, but how do you utilize it, if at all? Um, TikTok, I'll say at first during COVID year, I'll do like a little dancing trance. I'll do all that pretty boy stuff, be a pretty smile in front of the camera. But as of recently, I'll post either some stuff that I just think is funny, like some jokes. None of it's serious on TikTok. Or I'll post even some of my highlights, stuff like that, try to promote myself a little bit. Uh, Instagram is where I, as my favorite app. That's where I feel like you'll find the best version of me is on Instagram. That's where I post uh, post my football content, like my pictures, uh, post some highlights here and there. And then I'll just post me on a just a nice fit on, get a little sense of my style. So Instagram, I feel like you'll find the best version of me. And then Twitter, Twitter, I don't really, like a lot of people like Twitter. I'm not really big on Twitter. I'm not really a big Twitter dude. So I'll get on there every so often. And that's more and more I promote my football stuff only, like the retweets, the tweets, the whatever's happening. I'll just like give it a like. That's like more football based. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the fits, do you kind of compare yourself to Joe Burrow at all, trying to show off the nice suits, the Cartier glasses? Uh, Joe Burrow has a little bit more um, in his pockets to do a little bit more <laughs> than I can. Um, but we, me. And two other of my receivers, Tanner and Dylan, we actually had a shirt that was inspired by Joe Burrow. So when he won the AFC North, he had a shirt on with all three of his receivers' faces and then the logos. So me, Tanner, and Dylan actually got a shirt with all three of our faces, like the same exact, like everything, which is our faces, rather than T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> on here bringing uh, Jose back in uh what tell us a little bit about you off the off the football field uh what kind of things are you into what do you what do you like doing when you're when you're not at practice when you're not you know getting ready for the season um I'm a big homebody kind of guy so uh, after football you like you won't really catch me out much I mean I like going to movie theaters like especially like recently there's some like nice new movies out Top Gun the new one amazing um other than that, I play the game a lot. I'm a big Warzone Madden kind of guy. 
and then cartoons. I love cartoons, like all types of cartoons. We can go from the Amazing World of Gumbo, when I want to feel like a child again, to like South Park, Rick and Morty, <laughs> something that's a little aggressive. But I love all cartoons. So you you follow up on that. You talk about Top Gun. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. What would your your call name be if you were in Top Gun? Shadow. Shadow. Like Shadow. Shadow. Any any reason why? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so there's always this Sonic game I played as a kid, and I always liked Shadow. There's Sonic and Shadow, and I always liked him. And every single pet I've ever gotten. I've always wanted to name it Shadow, but my mom would always say no. So, I mean, if I could get a call name, it would be Shadow. All right. All right. Jose, welcome back. Uh, we, we've gone through quite a bit here, but um, I don't know. Normandy, bring bring me up. To, uh, where, where did we leave off? What can we uh, what can we ask Jose here? Your your number significance. I think that was that was one thing that we made, may have lost you on. So, why uh why do you wear your tell us your number and, and why you picked that number? Really number four without playing. Yeah. Oh y'all laughing, I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I just I got number four this year because I'm trying to be like I mean there's a player on our team and he like one of the best like players I've ever seen in, in action. I just wanna be just like him. So, so that's my number significant. But now for I got I got number four. Uh well number fifty five double nickels. I got it when I got here, and it wasn't—I don't—it don't, wasn't no significance to it. It was just like you know, I'm right, a number I got. But I got number four. Uh, first of all, because you know, in my city, number four is a big number. But I always want—I I wanted to dedicate like this season. Just I feel like this year I've been going through like a real spiritual journey with God, and I feel like everything I got to do is for God's glory. So that's my significance on that. Why I chose that number, and a little bit has to do with Haas too, though. So. You actually had number four this year? Yeah, don't worry about that. Ain't it kind of Y'all want to be just like my boy. I didn't even know this. This is new to me. Hey, it's, it's new to me too. Yeah, I just found out. <laughs> but like I said, I'm trying to be like my, I'm trying to be like Hollis, man. I'm going to give you my necklace, bro. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. See, I'm part of the team. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> The more you know now. And Jose, tell us a little bit about yourself um, off the field. Off the field? Yeah. Off the field, I'm not going to say I'm boring, but I'm, I'm really like, I really don't do nothing. Like, you can have Hoss. Like, I'm not boring though, because like, I'll do like fun stuff. Like, what's fun? Like movies. I go to the movies with somebody, or like, that's, yeah, I really don't do nothing. I probably just watch movies, chill, I don't know, play football. I, I just play football, yeah. Um, What's the best? Now you both. Oh, go I was gonna say, sorry. You both mentioned um, movies, and if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what movie would you guys watch? Uh, Can I, I, like I a series. A, a series? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Well, she Normandy makes the rules. She knew she already making the rules. So, yeah, just one. I'm gonna think of mine. Norman, we gotta put her on the spot too. I'll I got answer. mine. I got mine. Go for it. I got mine. It would be the replacements. The replacements? Yes. Okay. He's going in and out. <laughs> but yeah, the replacements. It was Joe, Joe, uh, what's his name? Falco? Falco? Whatever his name is. The quarterback? Fa- Falco. Yeah, Falco. Yeah. yeah, great movie. You got to watch it. I ain't never watched that. Yeah, you got to put me on. You got to put me on. 
My dad put me on it. Uh, if I had to pick a movie, that gonna think I'm a little kid, but like, if I had to pick a movie, I watched Inside Out. <laughs> my 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 seven year old daughter just watched Inside. I just saw Inside Out two days ago. I mean, I've wow. I've I've seen them all, man. I got Disney Plus. I, I've seen every movie about ten times now. So, Actually, not yes, you what? Can I change my answer? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What's your answer? I no. This movie I could watch a hundred times because every single time you'll find something new with it. Shutter Island. I've never seen Come that. on. That's a movie I can watch a hundred times. You had me with replacements. I knew replacements. I haven't seen Shutter no, Island. Leonardo DiCaprio. Shutter Island. Shutter Island got a what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he got Leonardo. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, I watched it. It was a good movie. Oh, it's but it's good though. Normandy, what's yours? How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <laughs> I lo- <laughs> I love that movie. It's like a comfort that. movie. <laughs> I never watched that one. What, what's yours? Um. Man, as I sat here thinking, you know, there's always these movies that, you know, you're flipping around on TV and they're on like every second of the day. There's not one time that I won't stop on Shawshank Redemption, like uh, yeah. every single time it's on. But uh, actually, probably the one movie that I will watch every single time and could watch forever is uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm, that hey, that movie's a hard. <laughs> that movie's a hard. It's a, it's a lot, but it's uh, it's... I don't know. I've just always liked that movie. It's it's got a little bit of everything, and uh, yeah. it, it's right. the one that that came to mind. So both of those came to mind. But I guess if I had to pick, it'd be it'd be that. I mean, if we can't pick series, I'll go I'll go Rocky. Like I'll watch every Rocky movie. Oh, well, we're doing series. I'm doing the Jurassic Park series. Jurassic I love dinosaurs. <laughs> I love dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. MCU. <laughs> yeah, MCU go crazy, but it's hard though. It's a lot of good movies. It's a lot of like. Like the Dark Knight, like a lot of stuff. Come no. Yeah, that's a, That's another good one. That's another one that's on usually, and you, you'll stop. You'll stop and watch. Yeah. Probably for the. Yeah, till well, it what end. scene is that? You gonna stop and watch? What scene? I said it don't matter what. Oh, scene it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt. Um. Now, now is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. What's, what movie is that one? <laughs> you talking about? You've never seen Die Hard? With uh, what's his name? The bald head guy. What's his name? Bruce uh, Willis. I can't think. Of yeah, yeah Bruce it, I don't think that's a. I think that's just like a action. Just yeah, that's just. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's not a Christmas movie. It takes yeah, place like, at Christmas time though. It does. Nah, that's, that's <laughs> like yeah. I don't know what kind of movie that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's an action movie. That's an action movie. Um for sure. No, that's good. What um I, I did want to bring it back as we were talking here a little bit. It's not really football, but it's another piece of like being an Ipsy and I, I had the chance. I was there uh last summer. I, I came out, I played a little golf down the street at uh oh man. Washington Washington no Washington Country Club. I think it was okay. Country Club. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, with a couple of guys in the athletic department and, um, they took me to the like facility. They took me to the stadium. And I feel like every time I go back to Ipsy, some part of whether it's around the stadium, the new football facility or, you know, in the end zone, like everything, just you guys have been there now for a few years. Like 
what have you seen change? How does that make you guys, your overall team feel? And what's your favorite part about all the all the new stuff that has been brought, you know, to uh, Ryan Nearson? I mean, I feel spoiled. <laughs> I mean, I came in, uh, in that first year, we had a smaller team building and our meetings and our coach's office would be across by like in the Convo Center or the basketball stadiums at. So we were always walking back and forth. So now just having a brand new facility and uh, coach's office is right here. You can just go upstairs before workout, talk to them, do what you got to do, come back downstairs and everything just like you get more, uh, a better nutrition room, more stuff in the trainer's room, a cold tub, uh, guys that are hurt, you have the little treadmill now in the coats or in the, in the pools. It's just, it's just really cool. It's just, it's something like I never expected. So when you get it, it's just like, wow, it's pretty cool. Like, I've never seen it before. So um, every single, every single day, like it's not taken for granted. We all take care of it. And we all make, like, we all like know how much it means to us. Where, before we get to Jose, where, where can we find you the most in that, in that facility? In the facility? Uh, either in the cold tub or in the nutrition room. <laughs> I'm snacking on something. And uh, Jose, what are your favorite parts of that facility? My favorite parts, my favorite part got to be the weight room and it, uh, the training facility, I mean, the training room. Just because the training room gives you so much, you got the boots, you got the coat, you got everything, the gun, everything to get you right, right there. And, you know, I just, the weight room is just, that's the weight room. You got to love the weight room. So. And they look good in there. So I, I can't hear when it was spoiled, but, you know, you can always go back. I'm at, I'm in the spring, I'm at the fall camp when I first got here, we worked out in the old stadium. And then we see how just to see how it was in there, and they don't fit air, all the guys. You come in the new way room; it's so big, like it fit the whole team when we worked out in there. So no, it's, it's, it's most definitely a blessing. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice facility. I was blown away. I mean, I've been with the Mac forever, and just to see the progression and see what has been added there, uh, it's got to be a, not only just a great recruiting tool to to get guys there, but um, a place that you guys just always want to be. So yeah, that's cool. Everything right there for you. Food, yep. workout, coat, yeah, everything. That's awesome. And what's your guys' favorite thing about playing for Coach Creighton? His uh his sense of humor. So he's uh he's in the wide receiver room a lot when he coaches. And I feel like there's a very few people on the team that can really like get his sense of humor. And I feel like I'm just blessed to be one of those guys. And that guy's actually a really funny man once he gets known. Like a funny man. What's it, some of the funniest things he says? It's like you can't even quote. Like it's not stuff that he says; it's how he says it. Yeah. <laughs> how he <laughs> says it. Like you're not gonna understand unless like it's just you gotta you gotta know him. And, and the stuff that he do too. Like like I remember fall. What was it? Spring ball. He had like he act like he was arguing with the ref. Like, oh like, yeah. Poor Joe. He started. How's you explain it? Cause you probably explain it better. You probably explain it funny. Basically, better. basically. From the get-go, from the first first play of the spring game, uh, or it wasn't even the spring game, it was a scrimmage and yeah. part of the ball. It was on April Fool's Day. Uh, first play, the ref gave us a sideline warning during a scrimmage. He invited refs over, they gave him a sideline warning. So the whole time he's on the headset talking about this, this ref just gave me a sideline warning. Is he serious? Da, 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 da. And then he ended up calling another play, like a holding, and that took back like a big player or something. I don't know. And then Creighton, like, ran on the field and started arguing with the ref. I was like, what is going on? And then he, like, 
said something and it flipped his hat, like flipped his hat. The ref came and like was charging at him and Crane like turned around and like gave him a strong push, like almost knocked the guy to the floor. So we're like, holy crap, like what's going on? Our strength coaches came back out, like held Crane back and Crane's like snapping. And then all of a sudden he looks at like in my direction, sticks his tongue out and goes, ah, April Fools. I'm like, dude, what is going on? I was so confused. And I guess the ref wasn't on it too. The strength coaches didn't know. Like they were holding Crane back and didn't even know. So he got all of us. Yeah, he got everybody. That was hysterical. That's yeah, awesome. That was, uh, and it, that, that's just a little thing that he be doing. It's, it's way more than that. So he yeah. makes all the he time. more like fun, this is fun stuff here. Yeah, all the time. He's always just like making sure we're having a fun time, like making sure stuff is fun, not repetitive. Yeah. I, I think I find that really interesting because I look from the outside and I always see him. At, I, I feel like he's a really serious guy. And I mean, there's probably he, he goes both ways. Right. But I think yeah. anyone that has watched games or seen him would really be a little bit. I'm, I'm surprised by that. So no, yeah. Uh, game, day, yeah. game day, Coach Crane is very serious and he does a little thing with his lip. Like, <laughs> a little thing, <laughs> <laughs> like other than game day, that guy has some jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and quick fire some questions that are controversial. Um, my first one is a hot dog a sandwich. No. Nah, that ain't no sandwich. Nah. A sandwich is a sandwich. Is it a class of its own? Yeah, yeah it got its own class. It not, and I know people be saying it's a taco. It ain't no taco. It's just a hot dog. A hot dog, a hot dog is with like the Knoxworth stuff, all that stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sausage in a bun that could fit in the same class. Yeah, see? <laughs> same page, same page, twin. <laughs> Does pineapple go on pizza? No. Uh, uh, it could. Uh, it could go on there. It could. I need to try it first, but I, I, I don't know. It probably would. I like pineapple. But I don't know. I guess I shouldn't knock it before I try it, but. I've, I've done it. I've done it. It's not my first choice, but it's, you know. It probably doesn't belong there, but I mean, it's doable. It's doable. You said, you know. <laughs> and then, what is any advice that you would give to any young player wishing to be in the shoes that you guys are in? So you go first, huh? Or... I would say one thing that really like held me back when I was younger was don't play to not make mistakes rather than just go out and play to make plays. Cause I felt like earlier in my career, I would always play to not make mistakes and I'll play like more timid. But as of recently, like later in my career, as you get older with experience, I started playing to make plays and actually being more of a ball player. And I feel like that's what really elevated my game and helped me break through a little bit. Uh, I think for me, like, you know, the comments of hard work and dedication, but for me, I think it's about mainly about your faith and your your patience. Because at the end of the day, like, y'all talking to me here today, but two, four years ago, I didn't know where I was going to be. And it's it took a whole bunch of patience and a whole bunch of having faith, like, one day this is going to play out and be, be great for me, be great for people like Haas. Because, like, if I ain't had that patience and that faith, I probably would have been done with football by now just because of the challenges that come with football. Everybody don't get that glory. Everybody don't go to max media days or – do what we're doing right now and it takes a lot of patience to wait for your turn to come so that's my main thing keep your patience keep your faith up that's great stuff from both of you um you know we're, we're gonna wrap up now but um 
want to thank you both for taking the time. That was some great stuff. You you gave me some movies to watch, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that at some point um, and, and get on that. But uh, you know, Haas and, and Jose, we we really appreciate your time today, and uh, look forward to watching you this season. And, and best best of luck to both of you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all a lot. Thank you.